Welcome to Prince Track by Track. My name's Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Will and Able, recorded in August, September 1990 at Warner Pioneer in Tokyo while Prince was on tour, and then re-recorded a little bit in late 1990 at Paisley Park, released on the 1st of October 1991. On the track, it is Prince uh, with the MPG and also with the Steels. I'm trying to remember all their names now, um, but... Uh, Oh, they're like a they're like a gospel group basically. Yeah. Um, they appeared they appeared on a couple of tracks on Graffiti Bridge and then they also uh, appear you know here. Um, I'm trying to remember all their names. They all start with J for some reason. I think it's like <laughs> a no seriously it's Janice Javette Jerlin JD. Uh, those are the steals. Um, and you have of course in in the MPG you have Michael B on the drums. You've got Levi on the bass. Tommy Barbarella on keyboards. Uh, it's most most notably the Purple Axe. Um, and you have Rosie Gaines doing um, almost like a co-lead vocal on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Kirk Johnson, Damon Dixon, and of course, Tony M um, with, with his rap towards the end of the song. Um, and the song itself is uh, 4 minutes 59. And joining me to talk about this is Russell Irie. Hello, Russell. Hello. To me, uh, in terms of trying to find a genre for this song, uh, I would say... Um, I don't know. I mean, it feels like kind of almost like a, a smooth R&B song to me. Yeah, I don't know what I would call this song because I know what it made me think of right away, which is a, a very specific thing. But I don't think it is technically considered a genre of music, <laughs> which is that I just I, I this was my first time listening to this song. And when it started, that little kind of jaunty guitar loop uh, that plays through the whole thing I just, for some reason, I immediately was taken to, like, a road trip montage sequence in a movie. So, like, that's (laughs) that's what I would think. So, to me, the genre is uh, road trip montage music, but I don't think that (laughs) is an actual genre of music. So, I don't know. I mean, there's, like... There's like gospel in there. It's a little country at times, even. It's got like, there's a lot of stuff going on in this song. So I, I have no idea how to pin yeah. it down. Well, when they have the, um, you know, the uh, the kind of, the, like the chorus itself, the kind of, I'm willing and I'm able, and uh, I got good and plenty cars to place on the table. Uh, there's a lot of kind of like the, the steels kind of interjecting with willing and able yeah, and yeah. willing they and repeat, able. They repeat, call table. and response, yeah. Yeah, so they're doing like kind of, so there's a, like a lot of that, which does, like you say, it has like a kind of gospel-y feel to it. But I guess you're probably right with the R&B. Uh, I mean, I guess yeah. that's probably the the best way of, if you did have to sum it up with like a real genre, not just one <laughs> I made up. Uh, that sounds like probably appropriate. I mean, I like as well kind of when they add stuff. So you have the kind of Prince saying ready to whisper and they say, whisper, what you say? And they could they like, now what you say? And they keep, they keep, they keep like, like adding stuff. They're not just repeating stuff Yeah. Uh, to what Prince is saying. But yeah, it, it does start out kind of nice and quiet with just that kind of little guitar riff. Um, and that kind of very kind of like... Um, like sparse drum beat it's not like particularly heavy but you know it's just kind of very kind of light um i think in the video you've got michael b sitting at the drums 
and he's just like he's got like his uh, his his um, you know his drumstick is just is just like playing on the rim, um, and you know you've just got you know the kind of the rest of the band kind of like sitting around. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just kind of like a very kind of relaxed song. Like it's not like Prince is kind of you know like as he has done in some other songs. You know, particularly on this album, when you think of like Get Off. Oh yeah. You know, like which is very kind of like sexually aggressive and kind of very in your face. This is kind of feels like a kind of more laid back kind of song. Um, you know, where where Prince is just kind of kind of gradually saying, you know, that he's willing and able, <laughs> you know, pretty much. And it does get off follow this on Diamonds and Pearls? Yes. Okay. I, that's what the, I thought. This is like the, the penultimate track on the first side. Yeah. You know, so yeah, get off is kind of next. In fact, um there is a there's a track on side B called Push. And in it, Prince has a rap where he 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 sings the opening couple of lines. He says, he says, "I'm thunder when I'm on the mic," which is and thunder's the opening track. Right. And then he says, "Daddy pop," and then he says, "Cream," and, and he basically lists the tracks that are on the first side. <laughs> and and he says, "Willing and able" at some at one point as well. So it's really weird that on the second side of this this album there's a track that references all the songs that are on the first side <laughs> i love that yeah apart from get off because get off was only added at the last minute and replaced a song that was called horny pony and so <laughs> wait 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 um <laughs> did i hear you correctly and you said horny pony yeah okay. horny pony that was okay. the, that's the original track that would have come after willing and able but then prince at the last at the last minute he switched that out for get off so in the rap that's in Push, he still says he says the words "willing and able, horny pony." That's literally how he says it, and and but obviously, "Get Off" was actually the track that that, that kind of replaced it. So, um, Ken, um, is this a track that we can hear? "Horny Pony," it's out. "Horny there? Pony," yeah, it was it was a B side. It was a B side okay. to to get off. It's a, yeah, if you if you search. Um, if you search on YouTube, you can uh, you can find it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know yeah. it's like I should know like anything you can find on the internet, but I just I, yeah, that is such an amazing and slightly horrific title that I am so <laughs> delighted by it. It's so it is so upsetting. <laughs> I can um, I can only imagine like Warner Brothers was very happy to hear Horny Pony was being removed from the album. Like <laughs> I mean, let's put it like this, you know, the lead off single for the next album after this is called Sexy MF. Um so yeah. yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I mean I guess like there there there's probably like, well, there's already a song called Get Off on here. But, you know, you can kind of like you can kind of think around it and like uh, maybe it's not talking about what we think. <laughs> it. I feel like Horny Pony is is there's not a lot of ways to interpret that. But anyway, so willing and able, we, we, we never really find out what Prince is willing or able to do. I think we um, know, though. <laughs> well, yeah, although although the thing is, um, you know, like I said, there is this part where Prince says he's ready to whisper. He's ready to shout. He's ready to scream from the highest mountain top um and he says lord i'm willing and able so and the fact that you have um you know on the song you have the steels um and there i what i love about the steels is they're in the video and they're all kind of dressed in single color costumes um so you know one of them's in like bright yellow one of them's in green one of them's in blue and they're all kind of in the background and they're just they're not like really dancing the same way that some of the other members of the band are they're just literally shuffling from side to side throughout the whole song to the beat <laughs> and it's it's kind of endearing because it's like you know this gospel group are kind of invaded this this prince video where prince is um he's not I'm, 
we mentioned Get Off. When he performed Get Off, like um, at the MTV, I think it was the the Music Video Awards. He wore this kind of yellow outfit that had his uh, butt cheeks hanging out. And in the video for Will and Nabel, he's wearing like a black version of that costume, but he's actually got trousers on. So there's a so there's no danger of there being any butt cheeks um, in this particular video. But I just I think I think it's funny that that kind of performance is part of a song that's on the same album as this, which is almost like a kind of respectable kind of like church song. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, in comparison to get off. Yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's certainly not as direct, you know, I, I, I think <laughs> yeah. I, I was just looking at the lyrics here and I mean, let me take a bite to see if you're ripe. I'm kind of thinking about taking a hunk <laughs> chunk, a piece of your love tonight. I mean, I feel like that probably lets me know that he's willing and able for for getting down um yeah but although that's actually rosie Gaines actually sings that yeah that's true so, so just before uh, before um tony uh, tony m comes in but you know prince is saying that he's willing and able and he's ready to place his cards on the table um and telling us i've been holding back this feeling for far too long but now that i'm willing it's a fact it's truly mighty strong um, and you get this kind of weird, uh, like a little transition between the, the kind of the verse of the chorus where he says, like a child lost in the wilderness, till I reach my destination, I won't rest because I'm willing yeah. <laughs> and I'm able. Um, and he keeps going on about how he's ready to place these cards on the table. And he says a line which is for the last like 26 years has kind of bothered me where he says, there's some kings in my deck and a queen or two. So, you know, there ain't nothing, nothing that I wouldn't do. And I'm thinking, now, Prince, I don't know what game of cards you are playing, um, but there are a number of cards. I mean, anyone who's got an ace is going to beat whatever you've got going, depending on the game you're playing. And I like, and when he says kings in my deck, I'm thinking, well, everyone has kings in their deck, um, you know, and he says in a queen or two. Then I think, well, Qu- Prince, you're two queens short because i got four in my deck. So <laughs> I think so. Like, I think you well, I think Prince is has mistakenly written deck when he means hand. So I think that's probably the answer to your yeah. your first question. And I I was very excited about this line because I mean there has always been something kind of queer about Prince and I felt like this is the first time I and I don't know him his song super well, but I feel like this is like the first time I've seen almost like pretty direct confession of like I'll sleep with dudes because like there's some kings in my deck and a queen or two, so you know there ain't nothing, nothing that I wouldn't do. Like to me, that is saying like, I got guys, I got girls, I do it all. Like and I, I, I the only other time I can think, I mean, I know controversies, you know, am I straight or gay? Like that comes in, and yeah. to me, so I mean, as a gay listener, I was very excited about this line because it's very like to me, it seemed very direct. But I don't, I know, like you know, we, I, I tend to hear those things maybe a little quicker (laughs) (laughs) i mean here's the thing that i mean to me that seems like a valid kind of you know um interpretation of those lines because like saying the word like there the word deck doesn't make any sense to me right you know and obviously if you'd have said hand then obviously that keeps the card metaphor going but also you know it's it also you know gives the idea of you know um i mean maybe literally in his hand um, yeah, you know, but I think I think you know, maybe that's why he avoided using the word hand there was because he didn't want any kind of yeah. misinterpretation of yeah. what he was saying. I mean, 
it also I feel like if you've got a deck of a deck is sort of like what your possible options are too, right? So it's like yeah. you know maybe he was thinking about it in that way. Maybe he's thinking of it as in like a Magic the Gathering uh, deck building game type <laughs> of uh, situation. That's probably what Prince was into, right? <laughs> oh, I would love to. I would love to see. I would love to have seen Prince at some kind of Magic the Gathering type competition. <laughs> what if he went incognito he... and he was like really into it? <laughs> where he just like walks in with this gigantic deck yeah. because obviously he's you know super wealthy, so he could just buy any cards right. that he wanted. Right. And he's just there with like this, you know, this basically you could you just can't beat him because he's he's got any card to match anything. <laughs> um, that would just be like such a, a, a fun, and, you know, particularly him walking in with like these gigantic bouncers that pretty much always followed him everywhere anyway um like that would be that'd be quite fun to see (laughs) that's Uh, probably what he was into (laughs) yeah i mean the thing is the the whole child lost in the wilderness thing earlier and uh, you notice i'm saying it how prince sings it um and not wilderness um but that kind of is then called back a little bit at the end of this this kind of verse where we get uh, all the non-believers better fear me, you know. So this, uh, you know, this uh, obviously it fits a little bit with the kind of having the steels there as 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 kind of Prince's little kind of gospel choir, the kind of you know the the gospel feeling um, of this song. Kind of you know, not it's not every line, um, you know. Obviously later on he says, "Lord, I'm willing and I'm able." So you know, there's just little tiny hints throughout the song that there's there's also kind of like a religious thing going on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not just a matter of you know Prince being willing and able to do anything in sex, like you know, which it, I think is kind of the more obvious interpretation. <laughs> yeah, I think he's well, and and actually, so I I, t- I told you my first immediate visual. So I'm pretty bad at just like hearing lyrics. So when I first listen to a song, I the lyrics are irrelevant to me like i don't hear them and i I literally have to like make myself listen to lyrics and and or read them to think about them so first i imagined a road trip montage where like the characters are you know like stopping at wacky roadside attractions trying on silly hats getting into trouble with the you know i don't know security somewhere or something and it's very funny (laughs) and really whimsical the second thing I, i guess i only think in movies is um it's then i i imagined a montage it's always a montage i feel like this song is perfect for a montage and i don't know if it's ever been used in a montage in a film so uh if any directors are listening out there uh, oh, the, i think the chance is still there I yeah think it's still fresh get for someone on to it. Use it this song is perfect for a montage sequence the other one i imagined was like i don't know why but i immediately went to a diner um in the desert and there's like maybe a new character who's trying something new. Maybe they've got this really good burger or like a really amazing pie or something. And so it's like a success montage about how like the diner is just doing really great and they just keep making more money. <laughs> so you see like hands counting the ca- the money in the cash register. Like maybe there's a line outside of the diner. I feel like this song would also work really well for that. So my immediate interpretation of it was actually had nothing to do with sex at all. So I was going in, you know, very different directions with it. So I think, uh, <laughs> I think there's a lot of potential for this song cinematically. <laughs> I, can, I mean, I can see that. I can see how, you know, the whole thing of like, um, uh, you know, uh, being successful kind of would fit with the song because obviously, you know, you're only able to do something if if you're if you think you're going to be successful at it. Maybe so. I think so. Um, part of it too is that like yeah. that guitar riff that we were talking about earlier is just a very like yeah driving. 
it has a lot of bouncy motion in it. So like, there's just something about it that probably that immediately took me to like motion and travel or I, I don't know, like momentum of some sort. So that's why I, I took it there. Probably I was, I, I yeah. because I had such a already basically worked out several videos in my head for this song. I was a little, <laughs> I was a little disappointed to see the video is just kind of a, a, a live performance. I mean, the thing, the thing is, I mean, I can understand why you're kind of getting these kind of movie montages of what you imagine the song would be about. And it's worth saying as well that, you know, like, um, I think in the video, it's Levi who's playing that guitar riff. Uh, though I think on the song, it's Prince hmm. who actually is playing it. Um, but Levi um, is actually a, is credited as a co-writer with Prince, hmm. uh, along with Tony M. Um, and I feel like we haven't kind of got to the... <laughs> the real kind of like juice of this song which is Tony M's weird kind of like outro rap oh yeah it's so good and it's and the weird thing is it kind of it's treated a little bit so it sounds like it's on like the radio yeah like it comes in just turned on a radio yeah I noticed that yeah it's it sort of you hear like the faintness of like a voice in the background like as like a channel is flipped past and like you know and then yeah. all of a sudden he comes in i was so excited when i noticed that i was like oh whoa that's like so great which <laughs> further says this is perfect for a road trip movie because <laughs> you're in the car because you're, you're imagining someone turns on the radio and then this is what we hear yeah that makes sense uh, but yeah so i at this particular point tony tony m um, full name Anthony Mosley. He refers to himself a lot, and Prince does this as well. They call him T rather than Tony. Right. Prince has already deprived him as of five letters in his surname by calling him Tony M, <laughs> and then he, he he gets rid of the rest of his name by just calling him T. Um, and so in this rap, uh, Tony refers to himself as MCT, and he says, "Well, hello MCT on the mellow, swing low to the tempo as I flow on a roll. Here we go." Willing and able, start the show right with that type of hype. Lay my cards on the table tonight. Don't take me light. My flow hits you just like a lead pipe. While I'm clocking, you just fess about the boots I'm knocking. It ain't like that. <laughs> so get off my back. In fact, you lack the knack to step back before I show you how a fool acts, baby. And then we have like a, a little kind of organ solo before we, we finish the song. And I think it's funny because he actually says the boots I'm knocking. So he's the one who makes it explicitly about sex. Yeah, that's true. About knocking boots. That's true. Um, it's on whereas, him, not you know, Prince. Prince had at least kind of, <laughs> yeah, Prince had kept it kind of, you know, obscured a little bit. Whereas Tony, Tony just can't help but kind of refer to that. But I do like, I do like some of the phrases in it, particularly the fact that he says, my flow hits you just like a lead pipe. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's not a good thing because that <laughs> right, means you're basically right. causing people some kind of injury. <laughs> Um, but that's but, the kind um, of braggadocious nature of rap that it's supposed to it's supposed to be a, a, <laughs> yeah. a little aggressive and kind of like you know you're supposed to be talking about how you're better than everyone else and you know that you're going to beat them up with your with your dope rhymes so that sounds about right yeah it has a really great like <laughs> there's just something about it too that just that's particular cadence he has in his rap that just uh, again ha speaks very much of its of its kind of 90s uh early 90s time i don't know it just there's something about that rap that i i was like very charmed by and um <laughs> and it took took me back to simpler times <laughs> you know we, we have different styles of rap and this this kind of fits with you know that kind of smooth r&b kind of feel yeah you know this this rap is kind of very like he says it's mct on the mellow um, and that's what <laughs> he's it feels. told us right it, it there does feel, yeah he's it feels very kind of mellow i mean the fact that he says 
um, <laughs> about the boots I'm knocking. Like, that line almost stands out a little bit more than the kind of lead pipeline because you're like, you know, you were being nice and charming it and clean, light. Keep it clean, buddy. Yeah, it just, it just seems kind of there like... There is a gospel choir a here, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I do, I do love as well the fact that we finish the song with him just going, yeah. <laughs> and that's like... And, and and that's the kind of like the end of the song and it also finishes with like a kind of just like a definitive finishing chord as well like you know we have a little bit of a kind of keyboardy solo and then it's just done and that's the end of the song um, and if you listen to the album as soon as you get that chord the next sound you hear is the scream at the beginning of get off yeah um, and i always hear that in my head anyway because that's the order that i always listen to it was just like you know, you hear Willing and Able, then it's like, get off straight away. Like, that's the next thing that you hear. From what I'm guessing, Willing and Able didn't get played on anything. Is that, uh, I mean, I, I had never heard the song, so I was really surprised it was a single. I mean, it was, well, I mean, it was only a radio single in so much that Warner Brothers kind of gave permission for radio stations to play it if they wanted. But, yeah, um, you know, it didn't get significant enough airplay to chart anywhere. So, right. um, you know, it was it, it was just them trying to get one more kind of single out of what was, you know, a hit album for prince this is you know a bit of a comeback um particularly after graffiti bridge um you know kind of he'd had a lot of critically acclaimed albums after purple rain but this was kind of the first really big kind of selling album that he'd had and you know warner brothers kind of jumped on it by sticking out like something ridiculous like seven singles from this and they just kept like releasing them all the way through until the point where um, Sexy MF was released the following year with a the B side like a double A side being one of the songs off Diamonds and Pearls, um, you know obviously giving radio DJs a plant chance to play a song that wasn't Sexy MF if, if you know uh, if they wanted to, um, so you know they basically milked Diamonds and Pearls all the way through to like the October of '92, um, and t- until kind of people could kind of not have any more singles released off this album basically. Um, you know, so I think this was just another chance to just get a little bit more kind of publicity for the album. Yeah, um, I, I would have to say for myself, uh, four out of five. And that's only because it's immediately followed by a song that is a clear five out of five for me. <laughs> so, yeah, so. yeah, I think you're probably I, 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 I'm, I've become a real four out of five guy on this show recently. But uh, yeah, I'd probably also go four out of five as well on this one for it. It, it is. I really like the song and I especially like when it started, I knew right away i was like oh this is this is my kind of song like i i kind of yeah. like these little bit of mellower ones um but uh yeah you're right i mean it, it, compared to the 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 five star prince tracks it is not quite there so yeah i feel like i do have to dock it a star just out of respect for those five star ones yeah i mean particularly because on this first side you've got thunder and you've got um cream and you've got get off, yeah. and those, so those those are all clearly songs that are, uh, you know five star songs. So there's no way yeah. this can be a five star song compared to those. But yeah. I mean, it's it's a really nice showcase for the band. You know, obviously finishing off with the, the Tony M rap, you've got a lot of Rosie Gaines, and I love her voice on this album. You know, she really adds something. Um, you know, that was kind of missing. Um, although Prince had had you know women in his band, they never got as much kind of you know kind of. Uh, they didn't sing as much as Rosie did on this album. You know, she's pretty much kind of on any track, I think apart from Thunder, uh, which is Prince by himself, but every single track after that, you know, the lead vocal is is mostly shared with Rosie, um, you know, and, and this really kind of showcases her. And, you know, the guitar riff, uh, that that lovely little bit, you know, set of drums from Michael B. Like the whole, the whole band really get a chance to kind of shine here. 
Um, you know, and the addition of the steals, I think they they you know they really kind of add to the song as well. You know, they um, even though they're just kind of saying the odd line here and there as a little call and response, I think it's just a, it's a nice touch to kind of have. Uh, this this kind of group kind of just kind of backing Prince up, you know, obviously being a family, you know, as well, they have very nice kind of um, uh, harmonies. So they really kind of add something to the song. And, you know, Prince kind of when he wants to do something kind of a little mellow, you know, he's just showing that he can if he wants to, you know, it doesn't have yeah. to all be kind of sexually aggressive, you know, which I think is <laughs> kind of the image people had of Prince in the 80s was this kind of constantly sexually aggressive person. Um, whereas, you know, he's showing here, if he wants to just kind of be a bit more mellow, he can. Well, yeah. And I mean, it, like you said, like it is it, I, followed by Get Off, which is like the most sexually <laughs> aggressive song I think he's written and or one of. And and even that I remember this album cover when I was a kid, I would see this, you know, holographic album cover in like the local Kmart and I was a little bit afraid to touch it because, like, I thought this is clearly, like, drenched in sex. Like, look at those pearls. <laughs> look at those ladies. Like, I should. This is not for me. Like, I need to put this down. So, yeah. like, I mean, that was the image he was selling as well, clearly. Yeah. And it's funny because on that on that hologram, you got I can't remember if it's diamond or pearl, but one of them has their hand on Prince's chest. And oh, as yeah. you move, the, and as you move the hologram, it kind of goes up and down on Prince's yes. chest. Yes, I remember this very well. I remember this <laughs> in the. I remember standing in Kmart. <laughs> I remember holding it. I remember rotating it gently back and forth, and being like, "Oh, I need to put this down." <laughs> <laughs> I saw that motion, and I was like, "Oh, so, dirty you know, stuff." Even through hologram, Prince is is kind of um, you know he just can't be held back. Mm -mm. You know, this was a song that Prince kind of he performed it on the Diamonds and Pearls tour. And then pretty much everything apart from, you know, Get Off was kind of dropped. Uh, so Prince kind of brought it back about a decade later. And uh, and he started performing it a little bit on the 2009 tour, you know, when he part of a kind of a, a medley. And I couldn't find any covers for this song. You know, it is kind of quintessentially a, ra a kind of album song, even though it, it was allowed to have a bit of kind of radio play. You know, it's, you know, it's mostly just kind of, um, you know, an album track. And also, I think it, it's one that kind of lives a little bit in the production. Like, unless you were able to really yeah. kind of capture the feel of it, you know, that kind of very mellow, laid-back kind of feel, I don't think there's any point in kind of trying to do a cover of it. Because, you know, if you don't have the steels backing you up, um, then, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> right, yeah. There's, there, yeah. there's a lot of little elements here that are what make it all come together. Because even uh, the video version is a little different. And I noticed that I, I actually prefer the album version a little bit more, too, yeah. mostly because of that guitar riff um, that you said was played by Prince in the album version. And I, I just, it's a little more pronounced. And for me, it's like kind of the heart of the song. Um, so yeah. I, I prefer that version. Um, so I feel like we've said as much as we can about William and Abel. So uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Russell? Sure. Uh, my podcast is called Art Palace. Uh, it's for the Cincinnati Art Museum. And we have guests on and we look at art and we talk and we laugh and we have a great time. Um, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Russell Eyrig um, and uh, Instagram, if you like, at the exact same at Russell Eyrig, whatever. Uh, yeah, that's it. You can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track, or you can follow us on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks for being my guest here, Russell. Thank you. And otherwise, yeah. Yeah.